Welcome to the Luminous Life Podcast. My name is Lori Marie, and I'm a spiritual teacher, certified fearless living coach, healer, soon to be Vita grad for trauma-informed somatic love, sex, and relationship coaching, artist, and psychic medium. All the things <laughs> for sensitive souls who want to discover their gifts, claim their confidence, own their worth, make an impact in the world, and become the powerful creator you're meant to be. I absolutely love helping you up-level your life, claim your desires, and help you see the infinite potential that lies within you. It is my mission and passion to give you the tools, teachings, resources, strategies, and support you need to create the life of your dreams and to live a luminously, divinely guided life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of personal development to maximize your influence, your impact, and your life. If you're ready to be lit up by life, own your awesome, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. It's time to become epically free and unapologetically you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and if something resonates, be sure to tag us on social media at Lori Marie Loves and rate the podcast. It helps us out a great deal, and I so, so appreciate it. So, let's get started. Good morning. It is a Tuesday when I'm recording this. I am enjoying a cup of coffee. I try not to drink too much, but here we are (laughs) having some coffee. Now, I love coffee, but to be honest, like me and coffee aren't friends these days. Too much, too far in the day, and I'm up until wee hours in in the morning like one, two o'clock. So I've tried to limit, if not eliminate coffee as a whole. It's been an interesting journey with me and coffee. The more I've been on this journey, the more I've opened up to my sensitivities and the more I've opened up to my spiritual gifts, the less I can drink coffee. Now, don't let that deter you from developing your gifts (laughs) because it's all about balance and having some some, um, you know, some self-control and also deciding when and how much feels right. So trust yourself and trust your own journey when it comes to you and coffee. (laughs) It's a funny thing. I never used to like coffee. Uh, as a kid, I really did not like it at all. Um, I didn't like the smell of it. I didn't like the taste of it. I didn't like it. And then, I don't know, I hit like twenties, And I just wanted it all the time. I was the girl at Starbucks, you know, going through once or twice a day. And now I'm lucky if I can have a cup. (laughs) But that's not what we're here for. We're not here to hear about my coffee journey. Today we are talking about rules, expectations, shoulds, punishments, and burnouts. Which I guess, you know, some of that has to do with coffee. Since I have had a tendency to make up all kinds of interesting rules and... (laughs) Uh, expectations and shoulds for myself and I think many of us do and so I thought it'd be a really good thing to talk about I woke up this morning with a creative urge to to talk about this this came through so um where do we begin uh let's see well first of all I think it's really important to first say that as humans we experience a lot of 
what's called conditioning. And if you're not familiar with what conditioning is, it's basically, you know, we come into the world, we're very fresh, very open, very, we're clean slates, right? And then over time, like our parents and caregivers and the adults in our lives and other kids and society and media and all the things place all these ideas around what we should be, who we should be, how we should show up, what we need to accomplish, and all these lovely expectations are put on us. And that, my friends, is conditioning. And so when we are conditioned to behave a certain way, to show up a certain way, it can really affect the way we see ourselves. And it can really distort things for us. It can distort the way we see ourselves. It can distort the way that we uh, behave. It can distort and make us really um, doubt ourselves in a lot of ways because we're not going with our natural flow. We're not going with our natural way of being. We're kind of making up these rules and these expectations and these shoulds and these sometimes punishments And what happens is it leads to a lot of stress and a lot of burnout when we go against our true nature, our true way of being. And so we try to put ourselves in little boxes or label ourselves as one thing, or we try to um, please others, and it really doesn't work for us long term. And this is something I've experienced a lot and through my life, I people pleased a lot. Like I just, the idea of someone not liking me was so terrifying to me that oftentimes I would just go with whatever people wanted me to do and how they wanted me to be. And that became very problematic. And now (laughs) where I'm sitting, I'm like, there's no way, (laughs) no way. Um, I don't go with the flow at all anymore. I, Yes, I go with my own flow. I shouldn't say that. I do go with the flow, but I go with my own flow. And if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. And if I don't want to, uh, you know, if it doesn't feel aligned for me, if it doesn't feel true for me, if it doesn't feel like an intuitive hell yes, then I'm not about it. So we've come full circle. (laughs) But I thought it'd be really good to talk about because so many people get trapped in this way of being and it really is um you know it can really do some harm to each of us and to our self-esteem and our self-worth and we can end up feeling very confused as to who we really are who are we if we're not the good girl who are we if we're not the achiever who are we if we are not um you know, constantly striving for more? Who are we if we slow down and give ourselves compassion and time and rest? Who are we if we aren't constantly, you know, trying to earn the next degree or um, meet the next goal or earn the next big dollar amount, right? We we really tie our identities up in... um, the things that we do and the things we're trying to um, accomplish. And so it can be very problematic. So that's what we're going to get into today. I'm going to share a bit of some of my stories. I'm going to share a bit of what I've seen in my own clients. 
um, keeping and you know um, keeping people anonymous, of course. But um, but this is what I've seen, and I see very often um, with the people I work with, and just people um, as a whole, and what I feel from the collective um, experience. So let's get into it. So lately I've been having these dreams about being a photographer again. For those of you who don't know, I was a photographer for 14 years and I've been having these really strange dreams about weddings and like showing up to weddings and like not doing a great job and like people yelling at me. And last night the dream was that I did a wedding and someone had broke my camera. Like it literally like the lens, the body of the camera, like everything was just torn in half. Like if you were to just like crack it in half and I was just trying to hold it together, (laughs) like, and take photos at the same time. It was like, it was, it was actually like a nightmare. So it's been really interesting that these photography, um, mishaps have been coming up in my dream and it got me thinking as soon as I woke up then I got this whole download about like rules expectations shoulds punishments burnouts like burnout all these things right and it made me think of photography actually and I remember when I stopped being a photographer some people couldn't believe I was done like they couldn't understand why I would stop and say goodbye to something that I was so good at especially um during the times when I was struggling financially But what people don't seem to understand oftentimes is that when you've hit a stage of burnout, when you've gotten to that place of burning yourself out at something, at anything, there is so much resistance that you physically cannot make yourself do it. You literally go into a state of freeze. And so like to go back to the very thing that burnt you out, it's not going to happen. And so... I had so much resistance. I had no interest in picking up a camera. I had no interest in in photographing anybody or to just do the work, period. And a lot of that stemmed from burning myself out. I didn't realize at the time that I was burning myself out, but that's actually what was happening. Um, I would oftentimes, for much of that journey of being a photographer... Not only was I still in the um, conditioning of people-pleasing and just trying to always make everybody happy to the point where I was really not taking care of myself, especially at weddings. I would go sometimes like 10 hours without using the bathroom for fear that if someone saw me actually, you know, meet my human needs, I can kind of laugh about it now, but it wasn't funny back then. um, That they would think I was lazy or that I wasn't doing my job. And so I was really conscious of like how people would perceive me, right? At least in my mind, I thought if someone saw me taking a break or pausing to go take care of my needs, that I would somehow be seen as less than. And I, that was like death to me, right? Like as a people pleaser, as someone who really cared about what people thought of me, I was just so terrified of anybody seeing me as anything but an amazing photographer. So I'd kind of put myself in this, like, this box of I need to be perfect, right? I need to take the perfect photos. I need to, you know, 
the day has to be perfect. I have to give the perfect experience. Like so much um, perfection went into trying to make these, you know, uh, especially weddings, like the best I could make them, right? (laughs) And if there's one thing I know about weddings after, you know, doing so many for decades is that nothing goes perfect (laughs) on a wedding day, ever. (laughs) And so letting go of perfection, if you're uh, planning a wedding, is something that will save you a lot of of, um, stress and and suffering, (laughs) to be honest. So, um, so not only was I trying to be perfect at the weddings, right? I was trying to get it perfect, get it right, make sure I didn't mess up, make sure that everybody was happy and, um, everything went off without a hitch, right? And, and, um, of course, as (laughs) you know, life is, it wasn't perfect all the time. And, there were a few times where um, things didn't go perfectly. And so I put so much pressure on myself to like be the perfect photographer, <laughs> to be the perfect um, you know, service provider, and to just never get it wrong, right? And so that was one way that I was putting so many expectations on myself to get it right, to get it perfect. And then when I would get home, I would spend so much time. I put so much effort and time into editing. And what that looked like for me for years was I would get up in the morning. I would maybe eat breakfast or I would bring breakfast to my desk, to my table, right, where I would edit. And then I would only take breaks to use the bathroom. And then... I would work all the way up until uh, till it was like dinner time. Then I would make dinner for my family at the time. And, and then I would um, go right back to work until about bedtime. And I did that for years at some points. So I literally sat down and I would edit for like hours upon hours upon hours. And I had these like rules around what I could and couldn't do, right? If I hadn't felt like I had gotten enough work done, it was like I wouldn't allow myself to go do anything fun. And this way of being is what easily leads to burnout. And so I just had all these like rules and expectations and shoulds about how I should show up as a photographer. And they were so deeply ingrained in me. And so when I finally decided to leave photography and go into coaching, um, I was so over photography. (laughs) Excuse me. So I had absolutely no interest whatsoever because I had just worn myself down so much from trying to be perfect all the time. And... That put me under a tremendous amount of stress, right? And this is what we do to ourselves when we have these expectations and this conditioning that we believe that we have to operate a certain way. And it didn't, it went, not only was it um, photography, right? But it, it went beyond that. It was in many areas of my life. I had these expectations of myself. And so it really caused a lot of 
self-doubt and a lot of beating myself up and a lot of shooting on myself. And so I wanted to share this episode because I think it's so important because these things, none of them led me to places I wanted to be, right? It didn't leave me feeling burnt out and stressed out and beating myself up is not where I wanted to be. And so I hopes, my hopes in sharing this is that this will maybe help you to rethink some of the expectations you have uh, placed on yourself and maybe to start rethinking some of that and to start releasing the pressure you put on yourself because burnout, once you get to that place, there's no going back. Yes, you can repair from burnout. You can, you can uh, reset from burnout, but you can't, you won't want to go back to the very thing that burnt you out, right? And so um, sometimes I think about picking up a camera now, um, but I'm actually exploring more creative endeavors, other ways to express my creativity. But I still, I don't have many days where I think about picking up a camera. And when I tell you that my identity was wrapped up in being a photographer, I mean, it was bad. <laughs> like, I remember one point, like literally sitting there thinking about what if like a bird came and poked my eyes out? Or like when I had LASIK surgery, there was one point where I thought, am I going to see the world differently? Like I had wrapped up my entire identity in being a photographer. So as you can imagine, when I walked away from it, that really had to shift. I had to find my value and my worth in other ways, in who I am as a person versus what I do. And that's what we do. We put so much value and so much of our identity in what we do versus who we are. And so when that thing goes away, right, when something changes, then we're left questioning who are we? Why are we here? What is our purpose? What is the value that we bring? And then to make matters worse, if we've tied our worth to those things, right, to our bank account, to our job, to our uh, partners or to our kids or to anything, when those things change or shift or the kids move out or maybe the marriage doesn't work out or the job we get fired from or let go, laid off, whatever, right, our identities get shaken up. And so it's so important to not attach your identity and who you are as a person to things outside of yourself. Your value comes from who you are as a soul, not from what you do or what you accomplish or the programming that has been put on you or placed on you or the labels that have been placed on you. It comes from who you are at a soul level. Are you ready to put an end to people-pleasing, living life based on other people's expectations and rules for you? Are you ready to live the life that your soul intended and get back to the true essence of who you are? Then join me in the Luminous Life community, a membership and community dedicated to growing, glowing, rising, and thriving. The contents of this community is built to help you thrive and access your ultimate freedom. 
click the link below to get your free three-day trial. We make up so many rules for ourselves, what we can and can't do, what we can and can't wear. I know I had a lot of these myself. I had uh, certain rules around what I could wear once I lost the weight, right? I can't wear knee-high boots until I lose the weight. I can't wear dresses until I lose the weight. Like I had all these just fucked up rules that I made for myself and they're all bullshit. And we make these rules and we tell ourselves that we can't have our dream job until we have enough degrees and certifications, until we've earned it. We tell ourselves that we can't make more money until we've earned it or we've proven our worth or our value. We tell ourselves that we can't have the sexy hot partner who respects us and is our equal until we look and act the part. Like there's so many rules we put on ourselves and the rules are all made up. <laughs> They're not even based on anything real. And this is what the expectations of conditioning do to us. They put us, you know, in this box and and make us believe that we have to achieve this certain thing before we can have the other thing. You know, you can't have um happiness until you're skinny or you can't have, you know, success until you make the money you can't have none of it is true and so we're always looking to be our best be the smartest be the prettiest never make mistakes always perform at our best so we can never be judged to always know the answer we try to control the narrative and try to control our lives and hold so tightly onto you know the identities we've created for ourselves but a lot of times these identities aren't even based in anything real or true they're just things that have been uh expectations and shoulds that have been placed on us or um that we've picked up through you know childhood and through media and um and so i really i really um invite you to take a look at like where do you have rules for yourself that aren't serving you? Where do you have expectations of yourself? Where are you shooting on yourself? You know, really, where are you not allowing yourself to really just be who you truly are? Um, when you start to do that and start to peel back those layers and find the truth of who you are, you're going to find so much freedom in that because when we try to be something we're not, when we try to achieve something that isn't even our dream right if our parents had all these expectations on us about how we need to you know I remember growing up I one of my best friends in like um elementary school like her I remember her mom would have her in uh activities like all the time and it was like you could see so clearly that her mom was playing out her childhood dreams and fantasies and what she achieved through her kids and so and I remember like my friend crying like saying like I don't want to do any of this you know but her mom really just like enforced it on her to like be in every single thing that she could possibly be in and when we really just allow ourselves to be who we are and express how we want to express and we take all the rules off and the expectations off and the 
judgments off. We can be free to be exactly who we are. And anybody that has judgments or opinions about who you be or how you express or how you choose to live your life, that is just in a projection of where they have not yet deconditioned themselves. Any place people have judgment is a place where they themselves have conditioning and have not yet been freed to express the way they want to express. When they look at you as what you're doing is wrong or not right, you know, we're not meant to all be the same. There's no wrong way to live a life. As long as who you're being isn't harming anyone else, you're not doing it wrong. (laughs) And so it's time to really take a look at like, where can you release the shackles? Where can you give yourself permission? Where can you say no to the rules and to stop punishing yourself for, you know, the way you believe you ought to be? And instead, start allowing yourself to be who you are. I remember there was a point um, a while back, I think it was last year sometime. I remember I realized that, you know, part of the work I do as a coach and as a freelance, um, you know, entrepreneur, where basically I get to set the time and the space and the I have that freedom and that privilege to do that, right? Like I've created my life to be able to operate that way. I still was placing all these rules and almost like a sense of punishment. It was like, you know, people talk about laptop life, but I was like working at my laptop all the time. But I wasn't taking it to like a coffee shop or traveling or whatever. I was sitting down, sitting in my chair, and I would not let myself move from that chair until I felt like I had done enough. So I set this bar, this imaginary bar, (laughs) and I realized finally that there's this unconscious belief kind of playing out in me that it felt a lot like way I can best describe it was like I had to earn my play right just like when you're kids you have to like do your chores before you can go out and play I was doing that to myself that's the kind of vibe it had it was like if I didn't meet this imaginary line or this imaginary goal that I had set up for myself as far as how much I should do in a day then I wouldn't let myself go have fun and it was so fucked up I remember when I realized it I was like Oh my God, this is what's been going on. Why have I been doing this to myself, right? Like part of the freedom of being an entrepreneur is being able to set your own time or set your own goals, set your own, uh, you know, your own way of working. And here I was like making myself sit there and do the thing until I felt like I had done enough. But here's the thing. When is it enough? (laughs) Where's the line? Where's that imaginary bar? Right? Like we set these expectations for ourselves and we set them so high. We set them for ourselves and we set them for others. And if they can't meet that expectation, they fall short and they're a disappointment or we're a disappointment. And so by setting these expectations all the time, we just set ourselves up for disappointment and feelings of failure. And then we start to doubt ourselves. And then it spirals into more and more 
self-doubt, low self-esteem, low self-confidence. So we need to stop setting these expectations and putting these shoulds on ourselves because all they lead to is punishing ourselves, making up some bullshit rules, and burnout. And so we don't have to earn anything to be. You don't have to earn your play. You don't have to earn your pleasure. You don't have to earn money. You can be. And the more you be, and the more you be true to who you are, the more those things come. The more you allow yourself to express, the more you get into your creativity, the more you allow yourself to connect to who you truly are and express that in the world, abundance comes. The money comes. And if you don't believe me, think of a time where you made money outside of your own nine to five job or whatever kind of job you have where money just came in and you were like, I had no idea where that came from, right? It could be like a cable bill coming in randomly that you paid too much and now they're paying you back. It could be money that a family member decides to give you. It could be money from anywhere. Remember, the universe works through people. And so the way that these things show up, when you allow yourself to be open and creative and be exactly who you are, you're allowing for the flow of abundance because abundance is everywhere. Abundance is your birthright. You are abundance. And so it's so important to like stop putting these rules and expectations and shoulds on ourselves because the only place it leads to is burnout. And I say this for you and I say this for me because it's something I've really had to work at and be very mindful of because I have fallen into this trap for a very long time. You know, growing up, I started working from the time I was about, I think, 13. No, I think I was 12, 12 or 13 when I started at The Little Farmer. I remember I worked at an apple orchard. And then I started, then I worked at Ponderosa. Then I worked at Quad Graphics. And then I went into working at a factory. Like I've had many different jobs. I did a lot of bartending and um, I was in the service industry a lot. And then I did graphic design for a radio company, a radio station. And so all these things and all these ways of being, I was very much conditioned to believe that in order to make money, in order to take care of yourself, you have to work hard. You've got to earn what you get. And that belief has still played out to this day, you know, 20 plus years later. And so it's so important to really start peeling back these layers of what are these expectations I have of myself what rules are am I putting my, what rules am I putting on myself? What shoulds am I putting on myself? Where did they come from? And what do I want to let go of? Where can you give yourself more permission to be, to play, to enjoy yourself, to enjoy life? You don't need to earn anything. You don't need to earn being a human. You don't need to earn being in your greatness. You have to choose, you have to decide that you're letting go of the rules, you're letting go, of, letting go of the shoulds, you're letting go of the expectations, but you don't have to do anything to earn it. I don't need to do anything to earn it. 
You don't need to do anything to earn it. Your only task in this lifetime is to be 100% yourself, to figure out who that is and to be it fully, to be it, own it, and claim it. Everything else will come to you. You don't need to chase, you will attract. You become magnetic. When you can really be yourself, peel back all the layers of all the shit that people put on you and told you you were, you become magnetic. And everything you've ever wanted, desired, wanted to manifest, wanted to bring in, call in, everything you've wanted to ever be, will be. I'm not saying that's easy. (laughs) Like I said, I just realized last year that I was punishing myself through my laptop, right? And I've been doing this work for 10 years. So all these things pop up at different times and play out at different times and play out in different ways. But know that you have the power to choose. And the more you become aware of it, the more you get to change it. Because what we're not aware of, we do not get to change. So don't beat yourself up if you're not aware of how these things have played out in your life until now. You may literally right now in this moment be realizing whoa, I have a lot of rules or I have a lot of expectations for myself or wow, I've really been shitting on myself quite a bit lately. No matter where you are, do not beat yourself up over this. This is about becoming aware so you can change it. And until you're aware, you don't know what you don't know. And so until you become aware of these things and how they're playing out in your life, you can't change it. But now you may have found some things that you're aware of, some things you didn't know before, and now you get to start looking at these things, unpacking these things, saying, hmm, where am I trying to make myself or force myself to be something I'm not? Where do I feel out of alignment? Where do I feel disconnected? Where do I feel like I'm not myself? Where do I feel like I'm trying to be someone else for someone else? You get to explore that, look at that, not to judge it, but to say no more. I'm going to do it different. I get to do it different. I'm sending you so much love. Remember, you don't have to earn who you are and what you want in this lifetime. You get to be you. And there's so much freedom in that. When you get to be you fully, you get to own that, claim that, reclaim that, you get to be free. And that's what I want for each and every one of you, is freedom. Sending you love. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to leave us a review, share with a friend, or take us on social media at Lori Marie Loves and let me know what was your biggest takeaway, what stood out to you from today's episode. I'd love to hear from you. And have a gorgeous day. Want a more personalized experience? 
Then apply to work with me one-on-one -on -one in a sacred container designed to transform your life using somatic and tantric practices, intuition, body wisdom, and much, much more. Gain the clarity needed to achieve your deepest desires. Apply below to get started or visit me at lauriemarie.com.